0: Now that spring is in the air, it's time to start thinking about that next great road trip. In the coming weeks, I'll pack up my Jetta and head out on a tour of the adventure media and film festivals. Looking for stories that celebrate the active lifestyle and environmental conservation, I'll be reporting from the Five Points Film Festival in Carbondale, Colorado, and then the Mountain Film Festival in Telluride. But as I'm making my plans, I can't help but think about how much our nation has changed over the past half century. Last year at Mountain Film, I met a man who helped me put into a different perspective the freedom we enjoy today of road travel.
1: My name is Ernest Rip Patton, and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm considered a historian and a civil rights activist of the late 50s and early 60s. 50
0: years ago, Ernest Patton Jr., his friends call him Rip, was among the first wave of student activists who rode on buses into the southern United States in the spring of 1961. Called the Freedom Rides. the plan was to organize demonstrations to protest racial segregation.
1: We were at the time when the Freedom Rides were first started by CORE, Congress of Racial Equality. May 4, 1961, we were trying to desegregate the theaters downtown.
0: The protesters came south to challenge the laws that prevented blacks and whites from using common public facilities, like lunch counters, swimming pools, and yes, movie theaters. That bus trip through the south was met with hostility and violence. Most of the Freedom Riders were put in jail, many were badly beaten, and several of them were killed. Ironically, Rip is telling me his story at a film festival where a movie, depicting events of his life called the Freedom Riders had just premiered. 50 years earlier, he and his friends struggled through the spring of 1961 simply for the right to be in the audience.
1: And by Mother's Day, we had desegregated the theaters. And that's the same day that the bus was burned in Anniston, Alabama with CORE people on it. It was also the same day that the trailway bus pulled into Birmingham. And as a beating of the core people there.
0: Last year at Mountain Film and Telluride, I talked to Rip about his experience as a freedom Rider. At this celebration of adventure culture, it seems all too appropriate to showcase a film based on recent history where travel played such an important role. I also connected with German American artist Charlotte Jensen, who had on display an amazing gallery show of paintings based on mugshots of the arrested protesters. Despite great opposition, RIP and the Freedom Riders held their ground. Through nonviolent protests, they successfully led the charge to desegregate the South and inspire a new generation to demand their civil rights. It's only because of the sacrifices that they made that any of us can enjoy the freedom to travel that we do today. I'm James Mills, and you're listening to The Joy Trip Project. If you think mountain film is just about adventure movies, think again. The culture of an active lifestyle also includes the work of talented visual artists.
2: My name is Charlotta Jensen and I'm a painter from New York.
0: Charlotta's paintings illustrate the faces of those involved as freedom riders, protesters arrested in Alabama. Her work is based on a series of photographs taken as mugshots she discovered online.
2: I was Googling and I came across these mugshots of all things at thesmokinggun.com, a really trashy crime website. Well, I should be embarrassed to have visited. But these mugshots were beautiful. They exude pride, they exude strength, they exude anger. You know, a mugshot is something embarrassing. This is something so beautiful that it needs addressing, and I just felt. I can do this.
0: Exactly what she did was to paint a series of canvases, portraits that tell the story of the Freedom Riders.
2: It's a moment in civil rights history. It's uh, May 25th, 1961, and all these men, a few more men than these, were arrested altogether in Montgomery, Alabama, because they were sitting together at a lunch counter, black and white, together, at a white-only lunch counter, and they were charged with inciting violence. We were just sitting there. They came as Freedom Rides down, and this was a pivotal point because it was the time, the moment, actually, when Robert Kennedy nationalized the Guards. So this is a very poignant moment in civil rights.
0: The demonstrators were viciously attacked in the communities they visited. And as the violence escalated, the Freedom Riders almost turned back.
1: Things got so bad that the Corps decided to abandon the Freedom Ride because they didn't have a backup plan. There were 12 freedom riders, six on one bus, six on the other. So the Attorney General made some arrangements to have them flown back to Washington, D.C. I'm troubled in mind, and babe, I'm so blue. Sun, sun gonna shine in my back door someday.
0: They could very easily have gone back home.
1: But the students of Nashville said no, you can't end it because then the enemy would win and they would know that all they have to do is provoke violence and that the students would abandon whatever project they were doing. Take my little rocking chair, Lord knows if the blues overtake me, I'm gonna rock on away from here.
0: So in order to continue their demonstrations, the Freedom Riders used a means of protest that had proven highly effective during the violent conflicts in Central Asia just a few decades earlier.
1: We had a young man by the name of Jim Lawson. Who had studied in India the methods of Gandhi for three years, and he brought that to Nashville. Won't be blue always, you know. The sun, sun gonna shine. Baby, in my back door someday. We were able to, first of all, learn how to look at violence and be hit spat upon or whatever and not fight back now that didn't happen with all the students some couldn't take it but those who could we stuck with that method of non-violence southern railroad i'm i'm gonna let that 2 219
0: baby pacify my mind By not fighting back, the demonstrators rose above the violence and allowed themselves to be arrested and carted off to jail. But images of their courage captured on film helped to rally support from the federal government to mobilize the National Guard and offer protection. And 50 years later, these images, these mugshots of defiant yet peaceful protesters, inspire and encourage hope to this day. And so
2: this is a really proud moment. I know you can say, see it as a shameful moment, but it's a proud moment because the tribe of the open-minded one. You know, and that's, that's what I'm celebrating. And that's what I'm grateful
0: for. Carletta Jensen's Freedom Rider Gallery show will have a new opening at the Nashville Public Library this summer with more than 60 original portraits. And Ernest Patton Jr. will be among the many surviving Freedom Riders appearing in the new PBS American Experience documentary, The Freedom Riders, which airs nationally in May. Visit pbs.org for details. For The Joy Trip Project, this is James Mills. Music this week by blues guitarist Big Bill Brunsey. The Joy Trip Project is made possible thanks to the support of our sponsor, Patagonia. Check out their latest new media and conservation initiatives online at their blog, thecleanestline.com. Thanks for listening, but we hope to hear from you. Drop us a note with your questions, comments, or criticisms to info at joytripproject.com. Until next time, take care.